Welcome back in to Main Street Sports today. J.P. Plant filling in for Chris Yow. Uh, hopefully he'll be back on Monday, but uh, fret not because the Hall of Famer and Sports Writer of the Year, Mo Patton, is still here. We're uh, live at the uh, Lee Company studio uh, here on Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Um, Friday edition, and uh, one of our regulars, Mo, is uh, set to join us and uh, talk a little Wilco Sports. Let's uh, bring him in. The one and only Charles Pulliam on the line with us. Charles, how are you, sir? Not bad, guys. Not bad. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been a little while, but, man, we've been busy, haven't we? We have been busy. Charles Pulliam brought to you by the Williamson Herald from Brentwood to Nolans, uh, Brentwood to Spring Hill and Fairview to Nolansville. There we go. The Williamson Herald with Charles yeah, Pulliam and Joe Williams have got you covered from a sports sense up there. So um, be sure and check them out at um, W8Sports on Twitter, among other things. Um, Charles, what's the hot ticket tonight? Well, Joe and I are actually uh, doing, I think, our third radio debut together. Um, we're going to go hang out at the border battle and, and broadcast some, some summit and independent basketball to, to Twinville there. So, uh, that's on our agenda tonight, working on some notes right now. We have, we always like radio. Both of us have a background in radio and anytime we get the opportunity to do some games, we do some games. So we're filling in for the WAKN boys and, uh, yeah, going to have a, a, a packed house there, I assume. You know, um, this... I don't know if Joe considers this a come down after doing the My TV 30 game of the week last week between Franklin and Independence or not, <laughs> but um, you guys are just becoming multimedia darlings up there. Um, stars of TV, <laughs> radio, print, digital. You've got your um, your Monday night show that you're doing up there now. Um, you guys are busy. When do you sleep? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's uh, not not much actually. Too, I got my my in laws in town actually for the weekend because it's my wife's birthday. So I was lining up some Saturday potential wrestling too, but uh, mm -mm. I don't think they'll be able to make that because mm -mm. I'll get in trouble big time. No, no. <laughs> but we have we just have so much going on. I mean, between on the wrestling side, thinking of you know Fairview and Page and Summit and Owensville, all these teams are just man, we're we're loaded up hoops wise. Uh, it's just been. It's been a wild couple of weeks to kind of catch my breath, and we're just getting into that gauntlet of some postseason stuff, especially in wrestling. So it's uh, it's only getting busier. Let's put it that way. Well, at least tomorrow you don't have to worry about Fairview. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, apparently Millington, the Region Eight A runner-up, has decided not to come. Okay. We were just talking a little bit about uh, some of these teams and how they might do some of those things and what how we feel about that. <laughs> hey, yeah, you know, um, Pete Miller at Summit was is concerned, was concerned. I've not gotten a confirmation as to whether they are actually wrestling Bartlett tomorrow or not, but there was some talk that Bartlett, the Region 8 AA runner-up, may not make the trip up for that sectional either. And, you know, you and I kind of chatted back and forth earlier this week about – just throwing up the white flag on some of these matches and and i don't i don't know as a coach how you explain that yeah and you know i know there's always the, the competitive side of things and we're in that dual wrestling thing so you want to make sure the guys stay healthy but one thing we we came to terms with was like, it's that time man i mean 
And it's, it's the time you want to be getting better and peaking right now and, and missing out on opportunities to try to get better rather than just, you know, rolling around with your teammates. It, it just, it kind of gets me, rubs me the wrong way in some ways too there. And I mean, I know, uh, there's, there's times and there's strategy lined up in so many things when you're actually in the meet, but, uh, why not at least have it and get the younger guys involved? You know? It's, um, it's an interesting, mindset and we're seeing more more and more of it here recently i i I don't i don't really understand it i'm just one of those go out and play and see what happens kind of guys and and um so i kind of struggle with that whole deal but um regardless like you said nolensville is going down to arlington after um falling in the region seven double a finals two summit earlier this week page has got watertown Mm -hmm. in a um class a sectional this weekend so, um, well, and that's, you know, Paige and, and Fairview watching what they've been able to do all season. It's been, it's been kind of neat with, with all the reclassification, some of the shifts in the regions and stuff like that, seeing where the Paige boys have fallen in and having the success they've had this year. I'm pretty excited for Coach Benji Gray and that crew because, uh, they seem, they seem very, very ready. And, uh, you know, it's just one senior and Will Parcell too. I mean, these guys are, uh, locked and loaded. Sure. Interesting that Region 6, your two finalists over there were Page and Tullahoma, both of them coming down from the large school classifications a year ago, and I think that that was probably yep. the expectation going into the year that those two would, um, I don't want to say dominate that region, but would certainly be the two that would emerge there. They are um, both tradition. They were both traditionally pretty good, even at that upper level, and so coming down, um, it it's continued. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And then you know, looking at that the championship match just what last night for uh, the Page boys against Tullahoma, I think forty six twenty four. That's the first time I think I've seen Page. You know, battle tested in that in that area for a while with some of the teams they've been facing, but knowing their lineup, looking at them top to bottom, I mean, I really like Grant Hawkinson at one thirty two. I mean, seen a lot of him over the years, just a junior, but. A guy was uh, who's got state championship ability there, just like Will Parcell, the big senior at 160. I mean, watched his brother wrestle for so long, and and you know Will's got some of that same tenaciousness. It's just fun to watch. Thomas Brown, a 120 kid. I mean, they got some they got some guys there, and uh, you know just looking how they were able to beat Tullahoma, I think those guys can can go far in that in the region duels there, just like our our summit potentially and Nolensville. I mean, we're there Tuesday for the region six double a duels and you know when you got brentwood and franklin and nolensville or summit rolling around out there i think that's four of the top 11 teams in the state mm-hmm. so pretty pretty talented area here we've been talking to coach steve Miller for so long about high school wrestling and, and what he's been trying to do with that program there and then looking at what they did last year i mean wrestling in, in the county is uh is only getting better and better and you know we're getting into that, that championship contending kind of spots which is just it's just exciting. Yeah. Transitioning back to the hardwood, in addition to that Summit Independence game that you and Joe will be um, broadcasting on WAKM tonight, um, big doubleheader out in Rutterville as Lawrence County comes to town, particularly on the girls' side, I think. Um, Top-ranked page in mm-hmm. in Class AAA, 20-1 overall. 
Lawrence County comes in, and they've got some three-point shooting talent that I'd imagine Page has to be on their toes for and out on the three-point line for. So that could be a big matchup there. Yeah, definitely too. And and just seeing what the Page girls have, you know, if they've worked their way through here. We watched them, uh, you know, actually – I caught part of that Lawrence County game, I think, what, first week of January, and that was a 55-46 page win. This Lawrence County team, in, ter- in terms of matching up and just spreading the floor out a little bit, they, they did cause some issues for Page. But, you know, seeing what they were able to do against Lincoln County, against Tullahoma, I mean, some some <laughs> blowout-style wins. I mean, these girls are used to just counting it out. It's a business-like approach. The entire team from last year returning from that first state champion, uh, first state tournament appearance for Page at the AAA level last year, and they stayed in that level and they're finding that success. Their only loss was against the talented Lebanon team, and I think that was in November, and it was only a five point game. You know, that's the team they would have faced if they would have they if they would have advanced up to four A anyway. And just knowing that they're right there in that game is, is just something. But these girls, Lily Wilkin, Mackenzie Cochran, uh, Abigail Ward, Braley Butchman, you know, those, those four alone would start on just about any team. And they're talented across the board. Everybody can play every position. You know, they don't have as much size as you'd think, but they got some of those, those power kids inside that just know their roles and can get stuff done. You know, Brooklyn Burroughs, one of those girls, but yeah, 20 and one top rank, uh, had, uh, Braley and Ron Brock on our Monday night show about two weeks ago, maybe not even that long ago, but uh, we were just kind of talking about, you know, what it's like being the top team. And to be honest, they're like, oh, we don't even talk about it. We're just out here to play. We just want to get back to state. And it's like, well, okay. <laughs> I watched them in Tullahoma and it was all business just like that. And, you know, they beat Tullahoma 55 24 on Friday. And, uh, you know, the game wasn't that close. <laughs> they're defensively they, they just they, they cover all, all aspects of the game. It's a lot of fun to see. Another fun game looming as the Admirals of Franklin host Hillsboro tonight, and that's a um big twelve four A contest there on the boys' side in particular. I, again we saw Franklin and Independence last week. It was the first time that I had seen Franklin this year. And, um, you know, Jack Medalli is a dude. Yeah, yeah. And he's all that 6'6 and then some. And he handles the ball really well. And uh, he can rebound. He's, he's, he's a guy. He's a playmaker out there. And this is uh, unique because, you know, they had a, a makeup game on Monday, actually, against Hillsboro. And that was a 41 39 Hillsboro win. If I'm not mistaken, I believe uh, Noah McGee, the starting guard there for Franklin, was out that game. Because I know he was out against Overton on Tuesday, but he had about with food poisoning, actually. But you go back to the Independence game, very emotional, fun, all-county clash there. 51-49, Indy win. On Monday, they come back, they lose another tough one and fall to, I think, it was 17-6 and then. But then they bounce back with a, just, you know, Rolling over Overton there. I think 81.50 was that score. But these boys, super talented. Uh, that game actually was the one that I wasn't doing radio. I think I'd go to check that one out just because of how tight that Monday matchup is and how rare it is to have two high school teams go head-to-head in the same week. So you got a Monday-Friday matchup against Hillsborough. And the girls' game was actually really solid, too. Um, the Franklin girls just couldn't hit a bucket in that one. But uh, that should be two great games 
um, at Franklin. Uh, tip off there at six o'clock for the girls, seven thirty for the boys. Franklin boys at eighteen and six, pretty talented team there. Um, but yeah, going back to last week, seeing what Indy Sonoma do, I'm excited to see Jet Montgomery and Coach Mark Wilkins and all those kids one more time tonight because uh, they've been they've been turning some heads. Should be a lot of fun. Another one that I guess looks like it should be interesting. BGA goes to University School of Nashville, but BGA has struggled a little bit. Uh, I guess following their coaching change to some degree, um, four and fourteen, going into that matchup with USN at thirteen and seven, and, and it's it's shocking to me that USN's boys are thirteen and seven because I saw them against them, um, Columbia Academy down here about a week and a half ago, and um, they have actually swept CA, which is ranked fifth in the state in um, D two A. So interesting. Yeah, you think about those matchups overall. I think some of those early losses for USN was actually early on. I know they played like, you know, Pope John, Pope Prep. Uh, they went to Knoxville Webb, I think. Um, they had, I think they started just one and three or so, but then they started picking people off. And one of those games that really stood out to me was uh, in mid-December for USN. They, they played at CPA, and I think they only lost by eight. And they held PGA to 57 points. And, you know, it's a team that goes out there and averages a ton. But for the BGA boys, they've uh, they've been close a lot of times. And uh, most recently was uh, actually this week on on Monday against uh, Providence Christian Academy. They had an opportunity to win that one. Fell 58-56 on Tuesday. They host Nashville Central Christian. They fall 67-65. You know, they've been in some of these tight games. Just last week, they. Lost to GCA, 67-59. I mean, some, some solid outings there. They just haven't been able to put it all together just yet. And now they have to face that challenge against a really talented USN team. That, yeah, when you say the seven losses, I'm like, well, I know they haven't lost much recently, have they? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, kind of yeah, pull up some notes to take a peek at that. But, um, you know, some tough, tough matchups there across the board for that BGA team. Like you said, there's a coaching coaching change. Um, it all centers around John Williams, though. He's the leading scorer. I think he's right there on the rebound, in essentially, too. He leads him in a fit. Fields, uh, they go where he goes. He gets about 17 a game. Maybe about four assists, three steals or so. Um, really talented guard, for sure. Charles Pulliam of the Williamson Herald. He and Joe Williams will be on the call on WAKM tonight for the border battle. Summit at Independence. He and Joe both with the Williamson Herald, have you covered on all things Williamson County sports? Be sure and check them out. Charles, appreciate your time with us this afternoon. Thanks so much, guys. We'll, uh, we'll see you out there soon. No doubt. All right. There you go. Yeah, must listen to radio. Joe and Charles get together. No doubt. Go, uh, go check that out. We appreciate Charles and all the work they do. All right. Uh, stay with us here. Coming up, uh, we'll have a little uh, wrestling that's uh, spelled W R E. S T L I yes, as opposed to but there yeah but uh, so we'll uh, we'll talk about that the latest episode of the first takedown coming out as well uh, already out today so all of that uh, straight ahead this is Main Street Sports today presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint Mo and I will be back after this timeouts. Mm-hmm.